So, my dear, the day you have always dreamed of has arrived. The day you become Bride of Chaotica! <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Brides of Chaotica, a chaotic Star Trek podcast podcast. I'm Taylor, a bona fide Trekkie. And I'm Elizabeth. And I just know that we don't call them spaceships. They are starships. Join us as I show Elizabeth episodes of Star Trek that I love and she has no context for as I try to slowly indoctrinate her into the world of moral dilemmas, anomalous readings, and good old-fashioned holodeck time. Elizabeth, are you ready? Always trying to be ready. <laughs> good. How are you today? I am doing so well. Guys, this is episode two. Thank you for being here. <laughs> if you're still here. If you're still here from episode one, which was pure chaos. It really was. The audio wasn't great. The I'm so sorry. The audio I, still might not be great. Yeah, I'm either. sorry. The audio may not be great for a while. We're very we're, new. This is episode two, but we're, we're doing it. We're doing it. And we're, doing we're, it. we're, we're just out here giving our takes. Um, and yeah. Taylor is introducing me to her what has been a huge part of her life for the last, uh, what, couple, three, like, three, three oh, years. three years. Three years, yeah. 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 Just, I, I, I have no show. frame of reference. I know, you love it so much. I love this. Well, this show, like, literally. It found you. It found me and it changed my life. It literally did. Which is so funny because I started watching Star Trek <laughs> during the pandemic. I think a lot with... of people did, honestly. Oh, yeah, it definitely had a resurgence. Oh, yeah. But I started watching it with my ex and her family and it's the one thing that lasted <laughs> through the whole, through all, everything no God. we parted amicably so it's fine yeah like I wish her all the best yeah but I just think it's so funny that this thing that I was introduced to because of her and her dad is just this thing that has like taken over my existence mm -hmm. in the best way possible like, oh yeah I am literally living the life I'm supposed to because of Star Trek which is <laughs> Wildly dramatic, but also wildly accurate. Well, and honestly, that's what a good fandom does. That's what a good, you know, story, universe, characters, mm -hmm. that's what they do. You know, they help yeah. us be better versions of ourselves. They help us make the choices that we need to make. And sometimes we need support making. Yeah. And I think just generally, I love the Star Trek fandom Yeah, as a whole. I love the fan base because while there are Trek bros out there, there are always <laughs> Trek bros. But I, so when I watched Star Trek, and I might have talked about this in the last pod, I don't remember, but I, I watched Star Trek in a void of existence for two years, and I mm. didn't get involved with the fandom, with Twitters, podcasts, anything, because I just was like, that seems really overwhelming. Mm -hmm. But like, when I went to my first convention, everyone was <laughs> so kind and just excited that I was there and that this was my first like convention and experiencing it like I talked to so many random strangers like older men like the actors that's not even. who I thought you would list first no but that I is know. exactly but why they were all so yeah. kind and they were like wait this is your first convention you just started watching Star Trek so excited they this. were just stoked and yeah. that's how I feel and that's the reason why I want you to like partake in this as well <laughs> because it's just like it's like just good people who mm -hmm. the thing that I love about Star Trek is that it envisions a world that isn't totally fucked in the future. 
I feel like a lot of the media that we get about like potential futures are all like really sad. Oh, it's very dystopian. Really sad dystopia. Yeah. But this is like a utopia where people are kind to each other. And yes, mm-hmm. there are their issues and lots of things happen. Yeah. But they figured they figured a lot of shit out. They really try to just yeah. be the better versions of their self themselves. And I feel like they highlight all the best qualities of humanity. And I just really mm-hmm. love that about Star Trek. And I think there's just like a lot of scientific curiosity that I, I really enjoy, which is why I'm forcing you yeah. to try to be a part of it. Yeah, scientific scientific curiosity is good. Again, we support scientists. Good. We support scientists. And doctors. We love the doctor. We do love the doctor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Your favorite character I so know. Far. My favorite character so far, the doctor. Again, doctor. I have a lot of respect for Janeway. She's clearly a badass lady. She she knows what she's doing. She's, mm-hmm. she's got control. But, man, that doctor. <laughs> I love that so much. And yeah, your your favorite character never has to be my favorite character, but yeah. Like I I might have mentioned this last week, a lot of these episodes that I've chosen, they're my favorite like mm-hmm. pa- favorite personal episodes. I'm trying to bring in more that aren't necessarily my favorite but are like really well-known episodes yeah. as well. So a lot of them lean towards my favorite characters. So there's going to be a lot of Janeway, a, a lot, lot of, of Crusher. Yeah. Like there's just because those are my favorites and I, I love oh and them. that's totally totally but within your right. Because... I'm trying to make it a little more diverse though because mm. I want you to get the full feeling, not just my view. Yeah. Although I'm a human being who really wants to watch oh, specific episodes with you, so that's just going to happen. But and you know, honestly, we'll do our best. I don't blame you. I would show you my favorites of yeah. I don't know, I don't know, The Office, which. I know, I'm so sorry. It's a bit of a sore point in our friendship, I'm but that's sorry. okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We okay. both watched Parks and Rec, though, right? Oh, yeah, Parks and Rec okay. is such a good show. Good. You watched Friends? You liked Friends? Yeah, I did like Friends. It's another bit of a sore point. But, it's you know, that's okay. That's You know, that's what's great about Best Friends is that you can watch the same show, one can hate it, the other one can like it, and you're still Best Friends. And also, like, you're allowed to disagree with people, and that's okay. Yeah, that's the thing. Is, again, as long as you're respectful of their beliefs... Yeah, just just in general. Again, just be a nice person. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Be a nice person. Don't be a dick. Yeah. We If we ever do merch, that needs to be a quote, yeah. honestly. Be a nice person. Don't be, don't a, be dick. a dick. <laughs> there you go. That in... I love the doctor. Yeah. Yeah, the doctor. I, this is, I was not expecting you to love the doctor that much, but... I just... Yeah, anyways. I'm you into know. it. He's a, and he's... we have a new cast this week. Oh. So... Tell me what tell me what you're making me watch this time. We are going to be watching the Star Trek Next Generation episode Remember Me. Mm. It is another one of my favorites. Yeah. Um so tell me what you think. Oh, here we go. Tell me what you think Remember Me is about. All right. Now that you ha- you have one Star Trek episode under your belt. I have one under my belt. Now here's the thing. Here's the thing. Cuz I was so so accurate last time. This isn't going to be accurate either. No, it's not. I'm excited. Okay, so the next generation. I'm assuming this is this this series of Star Trek. It is going to be about the children of the original crew. Which who knows that? Who knows what that is? Who who knows who the original crew is? Who do you who, who do you think the original crew is? The one in the yellow shirt with the short hair, the the Pike man. The Pike Man. I love Captain Pike. Is he the original? No. I mean, in a weird way, yes. Is 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 
I, you're thinking of Kirk. I'm thinking of Chris you're... Pine. Oh. <laughs> but he's clearly not the original actor who well, played no, Kirk. no, but he's also like a different timeline. It's a whole thing. Anyway. Yeah, guys, I don't know anything so about think... Star Trek. So, so it's going to be about think... the children of the original crew. Yes. <laughs> okay. And so that's what the whole series is about. Okay. Okay, because this is a new one. We were watching Voyager. Yes. Which what, is about... What's, what's the ship in Voyager? Voyager? The Voyager. Okay, she, she got it wrong last week. The Enterprise? She said the Enterprise. Does this one have the Enterprise? This one does have the Enterprise. Okay. Is it the S- USS Enterprise? Starship the Enterprise? USS, the USS Enterprise 1701D. It's the D model? Yes. Well, you guys, there's some new info for, for, <laughs> new info for me. You learn something um, new. Yeah, you do something, learn something new every day, which is so good. Um, yeah, so back to my prediction. Um, so yeah, about the children of the original crew. Okay. And they are, let's see, remember me. They are trying to mourn the loss of their dead crew parents. Oh, wait. So all of the original crew are dead? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're dead. We're, this okay. is This is a, you know what? We're going to liken it to the Coco movie. The Disney Coco movie. Okay. With the Remember Me song. Because as soon as you told me it was called Remember Me, I am remembering the Remember Me song from the Coco okay. movie. And I'm getting a little bit like it was such that is such a good movie, it guys. Is, Go it watch is Coco. It's a really good movie. It is such a good movie. Um, and so they're gonna be mourning the loss of their dead. I'm not saying these are like children either. These are probably adult children. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping. <laughs> it's just a bunch of 13-year-olds <laughs> running the enterprise. Oh, that is the worst age group to have running the enterprise. Can I tell you a secret? What? There's kind of an episode like that. Oh my goodness. It's called Rascals. Nothing. And yes, it's on our list. Nothing against 13 year olds. We were all 13 once. There might be some 13 year olds listening, which in that case. Why the fuck are you listening to this podcast? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, hey. There is an E next to our name. Yeah. Yeah. Go away. Go to your homework. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Maybe talk to your parents. They, they love you. Yeah. You know, but also, but also watch Star Trek. But also, well, I can't endorse that yet because I don't know enough. But I can. Taylor endorses watching Star Trek. I do. Elizabeth just endorses stay in school. The Brides <laughs> of Chaotica. And I endorse franchise. chaos. I endorse chaos and the, yes. and the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I endorse. Anyways, back to the morning adult children. So the, the children, these are adult children, their parents have died. Probably tragically because they're in space. They're in space, and it's gonna happen. Yeah. Um. And the oh, and here we go. And now, all of the children—they're all red shirts. No, they're all red shirts. Which, as I learned, it's not all the yellow uniform people that die. It's the, it's red, the red shirts. shirts. Okay, so they're all of the children are all red That's shirts. Fucked up. Yeah, did I did I even give any inclination or indication that my take wouldn't be fucked up? No, this, I should have assumed this. Much. My yeah. Okay, so what else? Is yeah, so happen? yeah, so, so they're, they're morning. The, the whole and they're all red shirts. All yes, the red shirts. Red shirts. Okay, and remember me. And so what they? Oh, here we go. Even better. And now they all lose. They all get amnesia. Oh no! So they literally have to remember not just themselves. But where they came from and their parents. Oh, no. Okay. And then oh, as they're, um, you know, you just got to, sometimes you just got to remember better. <laughs> just, 
Just be better. Just remember just better. Just be better at remembering. Just be better at remembering. I'm sorry. I'm not making fun of people that deal with amnesia or any kind of memory loss. That is so bad. Oh, I, yes, we know. I just want to be clear with that too. Okay. So, yeah. So they're struggling. They get some sort of amnesia. You know, this, they pass through another like spicy like portal. Oh my God. One spicy portal. Now there's going to be one in every oh, yeah. episode prediction. Because, you know, anyway. So, yeah, I don't know. They bump into like a force field or something. Or someone uses it. Okay. Um, I'm not going to say the force because that's not this one. We don't there use are the... force fields though. So okay, okay, fine. Force fields. Okay. So they bump into like a force field and it just like bonks them all on the head and they get amnesia. So they have to, but somehow they retain the ability to pilot the ship. Okay. But they don't know who they are. Can I tell you something? Yeah. That's also a different episode that actually happens. Guys, I am predicting so much <laughs> and it. so little at the same time. You really are. I really I am. I love it so much. So yeah. So they bump a force field. They all bunk their heads. They get amnesia. Um, and they do remember how to pilot the ship, but they don't remember who they are. They don't remember where they came from. And they're like, hey, we got to figure out, like, what the fuck we're doing here. Mm-hmm. And so they, like, start just exploring planets. And then they start uncovering secrets. <gasps> it's not secrets. Secrets. Not secrets. They learn secrets about the original crew, their parents. Oh, my goodness. That they didn't even know before when they had their memories. Oh, shit. So now their view of their parents is completely different. Ah. And so then, then they have to go through trauma therapy. (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) honestly, you'll learn something that I always say about our lovely crew is I'm like, all of these characters need so much therapy. They need so much therapy. I mean, that's true with any TV show. You guys. Specifically this one. Also, humans. Also, just go to go therapy. Go therapy. It's so Even good. Even if you don't think you need it, it's always nice to have a third also, party to talk to. I'm not your doctor, but, like, you probably need therapy. I, I stand by that I think everybody needs therapy. I think everyone therapy. needs therapy. Because it, it will never, it's, it'll only be beneficial, you know? Um, I just think it's good for people to go to therapy. Yeah, I just think it's, yeah, go to therapy. Everybody needs therapy. Therapy's helpful. And yeah. it will help you just get through life in a more loving happy yes. way yes yeah so go to therapy um all right yeah and my with prediction. that <laughs> lovely prediction it's so funny that you predicted like two different star trek episodes in a way but i'm isn't excited that, isn't that what it's about <laughs> i love remember me so much it's so good so let's go watch it okay sounds good all right we we'll will be, be back. back hello and welcome back Welcome well, back. I guess, I guess if you're a listener, you didn't really go anywhere. Yeah, sorry, there's no pause. We just we're we welcoming did. ourselves back. The magic of editing. Yeah, uh, we didn't go anywhere. Anyway, so we just <laughs> got back from watching "Remember Me" mm-hmm. from Star Trek: The Next Generation. Elizabeth, what are just your first thoughts? Just your first thoughts. My my first thoughts are, uh, I love Data. Um, he didn't even do anything in this episode. I, I literally could not give a shit. You just like him because he's gold. I'm sorry. And also that hair and the eyes. The eyes. Like, they're like... So no. So what I'm hearing is that you only like him for his looks. No, he's he's literally... Like, his mind is perfect. He has all information. Isn't he like a computer? Yeah, he's an android. I think you should call him a computer instead. He's, android no. is a slur. Oh my god. So you like data. What else? What else? What were your other first impressions? Um, I mean, just what a what a class act. Patrick Stewart, man. You know? I know. I love him. He 
if there is a god, I hope he looks like Patrick Stewart. I slash think... potentially also Morgan Freeman, but he's not involved in this show that as far as true. I'm aware. So I'll have to look into that, but I don't think so as of right now. That would be a shocking twist. I would love that. Morgan Freeman is part of Star Trek. That would that would be interesting, actually. I think he would gain even more. I feel like he would be a really good android or or a counselor. Oh yeah, he's very much counselor vibes. Counselor vibes for sure. He's not. Yeah, he's too emotive and too, yeah, yeah. Uh, just too much. Too much human. Too much of a human yeah. to be an android. I think you're right. Yeah. No, Data's perfect though. <laughs> He knows everything. I know. He's perfect. He's gold. Also, can we just talk about the fact that if he's sentient, which I'm assuming he is because... Yeah, yeah. He's super sentient. Yeah. But he also, like, doesn't get jokes, which is honestly such a mood. Yeah, that's fair. Except we didn't see any of that here. They just somehow... Did you make a reference to it while we were watching, or did they make a walk no, reference no, no. to it? Um, Beverly, Beverly, Beverly did. Beverly yeah. talked about it. Yeah. I love that he just doesn't get jokes. Yeah. He would be so fun to have at a party. You know, on it, I think they do have him at several parties. I think what they need to run. This is what they need to do. They need to shine a light on him, and he can be like a disco ball without oh the my, mirrors. Oh, oh! I thought you meant like, like metaphorically shine a light on him. And I was, well, I was going to tell you, he gets more than his fair share. I have lots of opinions about that mm. because while I love Data, mm-hmm. I feel like do people do you guys not like Data? Oh my god, no! People love Data. Okay, good, good, good. But this is just maybe my controversial opinion. You don't like Data. No, 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 no. no. Will you let me finish? <laughs> Jesus, let me finish. I still I, bring the chaos. I like Data, mm-hmm. but I think that a lot of times the writers write for him more and mm. take away from other character arcs. Really? Which is, to me, as much as I love Brent Spiner, the actor who plays Data, and as talented mm. as he is, and as much as I do enjoy Data storylines, right. sometimes it comes at the expense of other characters. Okay. Which is just my personal opinion. Like, they take... I feel like they need to give more stories to, like, LeVar Burton, like, uh, oh, reading Jordan Rainbow Man. Yeah, reading with his, with his VR, his prehistoric VR goggles. Yeah, exactly. And or AR goggles. Do you know what those are for? What What do you think those are for? It's because he, if you take it off, he will go get blinded by the light. They're sunglasses. Blinded by the light. I don't okay. know that song. What song is that? Blinded by the light. Is that what it's called? I don't I know. I have no idea. Listeners, chime um, off in the comments. <laughs> no, but so he is blind. Oh, his, okay. His character is blind. Oh, that's like a the, very the, practical the, thing. Then. Yeah, the visor like literally helps him see. Oh, I literally just thought it was like sunglasses no, to no, no. help. He cannot see without it, and he sees like. Oh, so it's not like, stuff, like so it's not like the person in X Men who like if you take off the goggles they just laser shoot out their eyes. No. So it's not like that. He literally just is a blind person. Well, you know, hey, like those are some pretty cool goggles. I love that it went from these prehistoric VR things to like, oh wait, those are actually pretty cool. Well, they, they, it is see. still a prehistoric VR goggle look, but like that's fair. That's like really cool, honestly. Yeah. Fun. Um, Accessorize. Yeah. Um, but so those are my first impressions, along with my second, third, fourth, and fifth impressions. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's start with a little bit of a recap. Oh, okay. um, that's my job. So I, I like I like how the 
podcast went last episode when mm-hmm. we kind of went through the recap, but turned it into a conversation and a recap. So mm-hmm. so I'm going to do a recap now. Yeah, but we can also do the recap together. It doesn't have to be all on you. You've seen it. You can't do a recap. You can correct me when I'm wrong. I will correct you when you're wrong. But also, I didn't. Also, listeners, I did not take notes this time because this is one of my favorite, favorite episodes. Mm-hmm. And I think it was pretty ambitious to try to take notes last time. And it took me out of watching the show a little bit. So this time I really didn't take notes and I just enjoyed it. So a raw dog. So yeah. we're just... I said that before we came on, on on the recording, but I can't believe you said it for the recording. I'm keeping it in. We're going to keep it in. It Our podcast will have an E next to it regardless of the episode. We swear too much. This is not for Way children. 13-year-olds, go back to your homework. <laughs> but yeah, I think it worked well when we just kind of went through it. So yeah. start us off. Yeah, so we, we open up and uh, Beverly Crusher is do we open on her or do we open on, on the the little crushette her son wow you already aren't sure i have adhd <laughs> that's true um we're just gonna say we open on her she's walking through this lovely uh what looks like doctor's office vibes okay the, the, i'm sorry the whole aesthetic of that spaceship is very much like an upscale doctor's office from the 90s yeah, that is honestly, I think that's what they were going for. They wanted it to be, well, they did such a fantastic doctor's job. office, but like they wanted it to be like cozy and feel like homey. I don't think I would be able to sit on any of the furniture there. It was immaculate. Okay. I wouldn't let anyone else sit on the furniture. That, I feel like you barely let anybody sit. I don't really let anyone sit on my now. furniture anyways. Yeah. Hi, welcome to my museum. I cook and live here. <laughs> I cook and live here. So um, where is she walking? Yeah, so she's walking in this hallway. She goes to like the little, you know, like a little greeting deck. So, it's the transporter room. Okay, they welcome people there. Yes. So, and then her, her, I don't even remember his name. He has a real thick mustache though. <laughs> and you did comment on his mustache. He has a large, very prominent mustache. Uh, we've recently learned that his wife has passed, yes. which I'm really very sad about that. because Dalen Quais is his name. Dalen Quace. What a I, name. I think what it's a funny that you can't remember his name considering she says it five billion times and spells it once. Again, ADHD. I actually don't know if that's an ADHD thing. That I literally, think that might just be an Elizabeth that thing. That might just be an Elizabeth thing. Elizabeth has selective attention. That's fair. But that's also an ADHD thing. So, But Elizabeth has ADHD. So Elizabeth like, has ADHD. Like so. Where does the line get drawn? Nowhere. Nowhere. Because it's part of your brain. It's just part of who you are. And that's okay. Yeah. Just like being an anxious fuck is part of my brain. Yeah. All right. So Dalen Quace. Yeah. Back to Dalen Quace, who now I know his name again. He has this lovely large mustache. He's a poor guy who just lost his wife. Yes. He just lost his wife. Um, Which is very sad. And he's just telling, you know, Beverly about this the whole time as they're walking down the hallway. Bev seems like she would be a great friend. Yeah. Yeah. She's, I'm sure she's a She good. just seems like she'd be a really good listener. Well, to like, be fair, she listened to him go on about this the whole hallway walk. I know. That's what I'm saying. I feel like she would just be a really attentive listener as a friend. Yeah. That's you in our relationship. <laughs> I don't listen. I try. I interrupt. I try to be a good listener. I try to listen, and then my brain goes off on another tangent, and so then I have to speak. It happens. It's all right. Anyway, so, yeah, they still, there's, again... Here we go. It takes me like 10 minutes to get through the first 30 seconds to two minutes of the, it's of okay. the episode. It's okay. That's why, that's why our podcast is a long form podcast. 
So they get to the end of the hallway. So they enter the end of the hallway talking about, and oh, and Beverly, apparently you, you informed me she also is a widow because yes. her husband tragically died. Yeah. Just died. Yeah. He, he died. Uh, she's relatively still like very young, it seems. And yeah. It, from, she's like in her, she's like 42. Okay. In this, in the show. Or in this season of the show. They need to make her, they needed to make her makeup a little less intense because I feel like her makeup ages her in this shot. That's just my opinion. Okay. So she has tragically lost her husband at some point. So she's like, I relate to you. I'm so sorry. That sucks. Um, And then she says this God, it's not even God awful. It's just like such a, such a harsh, she's like, it's so hard to have, like, realize you'll never have something back or something like that, or you've lost someone forever. Oh, yeah. I'm like, Jesus, lady. I feel like they're just commiserating together a little bit. You know, but you don't want to just, like, be like, oh, yeah, I'm, you know, lost forever. Like, he, he brought it up, dude. Okay, so it's Dallin's fault, Dalen. Dalen Quace. Dalen Quace. I'm not saying it's anybody's fault. I'm just saying that they're commiserating together. Yeah. So like, but we some, also don't need to remind each other of how in much how much pain. We're I know, in. but sometimes it's like that's a thing that people do when they're both like experiencing loss. They talk about it mm. with each other, and, and it's, when they're it's sad. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what it's like to be sad. Not at all. Yeah, not at all. I've never been sad in my life. Yeah, I mean, I'm a computer. Either. I am data. So they commiserate together. So they commiserate together. And so they're walking and then he's like, he has this little like briefcase as like a little, it honestly looks like a stainless steel, Mm -hmm. uh, like first aid kit, honestly. Pretty much. Yeah. They should really sell those for a lot of money. They could do like a limited release and they'd make so much money. They really would. Anyways. So they're walking and then do they go say hi to, oh, also we completely ignored um, our curly-haired, uh, yellow uniform guy. Oh, yeah, when they're leaving the transporter room. What's his name again? That is Miles O'Brien. I think, I remember you first showing me a couple pictures of some of the characters and, and giving my first impressions. This was not on a podcast. This we was, played Smasher Yeah, we played Smasher Pass. We played Smasher Pass played with Smasher all Pass. of the Star Trek characters because I needed to know her first impressions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She I a, do not like O'Brien. Well, had, I did not like O'Brien. She had like a visceral reaction and said pass immediately on Miles O'Brien. Yeah. Which he, like, he, Colin, he, Cole, whatever, Colin Meany, I think. Is the guy's name like I, the actor? He seems like a lovely human. Yeah, name. this is nothing against you, but the character seems shifty. I think I'm just very suspicious of people. I think you are. I think I have trust issues. That's okay. Me too. It's fair. There's lots of reasons to have trust issues. Yeah. So, anyways, on her on their so way yeah, out, so they like he he's like oh hey Beverly, and then she's like oh thanks, and then they leave. Yeah. Anyways, so they're walking and... So they're... They... I'm going to cut you off. So they stop walking at this point. <laughs> they're still walking the whole time. <laughs> I just keep on saying, so they're walking. But, okay, so after the hallway walk with Dalian Quace, mm-hmm. uh, we cut to engineering. That's what it is. And we see the crush, the crushette. I love that you call Wesley the crushette. The crushette. Little, the little crusher. The little crusher. The crushette. The Crushette. So we see Ensign Crusher with yes Jordy LaForge, which is the, was, what do you mean Ensign Crusher? I thought his name was Wesley. Ensign is a rank in Starfleet. It's like the lowest rank. Okay. It's like it's like you graduate from the Starfleet Academy and you become. Oh, is that has to, what? What are the are the buttons? Everybody yeah. have different buttons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the they're called pips. They're the little circles on their collars. Pips. Yeah. Are they metal? 
Probably. They're probably like titanium alloy or something futuristic. Mm. But so the amount... Because we don't have titanium alloy today. No, I know. But I feel like we wouldn't use those for rank pins. Probably not. We'd use like gold or something. Yeah, gold is prettier. So, yeah. Um, So so the Starfleet pips, that determines your rank. So like four is captain, three is commander, two is loot. Tenet? Yeah, there's like well, one... and then there were some that have like it's like a little, the little dark circle. So that's usually like one in a dark circle, and that's usually like lieutenant junior grade or something. Okay, because I saw Data had a little yeah. dark circle, and then someone else did, but I can't remember who yeah. it was. I can't remember either. But anyways, I just yeah. remember that Patrick Stewart had the most. Yes, yes, he does. He is the host with the most. He is the hostess with the mostest. He's the hostess with the mostest. Okay. So they're so, in engineering. Yeah. And, and Wesley's working on some, like, it looks like a slinky toy wrapped in a circle. Oh my God. I think that too. Okay. I'm glad I'm not the only one. You're I not. Like, that's exactly what it looks like. I was like, like this, is a, this is a fucking slinky. Yeah. It's the warp bubble. He's like talking with, um, LeVar Burton goes down there mm-hmm. and... He, they're chatting about it or something and it like closes or whatever. I don't know. It's like not working. He like has it for a second and then it's like not working. Mm-hmm. Anyways, they're doing science stuff and it's like kind of working, but like not really. And they're mm-hmm. trying their best. They go down there and uh, they're like freaking out because like Beverly and then Beverly walks in. Yeah. Beverly just like pops in. She just pops in. Hi. She's like, hi, son. He goes, hi, mom. But like not really. And he's like working on his thing. And then. Yeah. And then there's. The Flash. Ah, yes, the Flash. There's a little Flash, and then Wesley's kind of like, oh, Fuck. shoot, it didn't work. Yeah. And then... Um, and then suddenly Beverly's just, like, also, like, she's just, like, walked around the corner or whatever. She's suddenly just, like, not there. Yeah, she right. left. And so... And then she goes to talk to Patrick Stewart. No. No. She goes, she goes to, to talk- see Dalen Quaise. Oh, right, right. That's yeah. yeah, first. Okay, yeah. She goes to see Dalen because they're supposed to have, like, breakfast or something, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. They're supposed and to have so breakfast together. And so they go to – yeah, she goes to find Dalen. She goes into his, like, I guess his little, like, hotel room, whatever, in the shit. Yeah, his quarters. Yeah, that's the correct term. Uh, she goes to his hotel room, and so he – and she's like, hey, Dalen, where are you? And she gets no response, and it's just, like, this empty presidential suite of the quarters – Honestly, the quarters on the Enterprise look like they're just really nice. Like I said, it's like, you know, a museum of a doctor's office from the 90s where everything's immaculate. It's like a giant cruise ship, I feel like. Except? Uh, not quite a cruise ship because there's no, like, casino. You know, space stations are more also, akin to... I feel like it's very clear which laws apply on the spaceship. Whereas on cruise ships, you don't know. That's true. Your skipper can shoot you. Yeah, don't don't go on cruise ships, guys. They're dangerous. I actually, I quite enjoy cruise ships. Fun fact, <laughs> Star Trek has a Star Trek cruise that everybody like goes in, on. in the show. No, in, in, re- real, in life. real life. Like, it's kind of like a convention, but on a cruise ship. And the reason why I think that's so cool is because it's basically like you're on a goddamn space station or a spaceship. Yeah, I, you know what? People, do whatever you want with your life. Go on a cruise ship. But you, I, don't, you don't have to. I am, I am... I'm not about to get on one of those. That is just a... I don't like gambling like that. I will absolutely go on the Star Trek cruise. So, yeah, she goes in the corridor. She's like, hey, Dalen, where you at, my guy? And uh, there's no response. And she's, like, looking around, peeking into corners, seeing if he's playing hide-and-seek without telling her. And he's nowhere to be found. And so she goes, hey, computer, 
who apparently apparently the computer just knows almost everything except yeah. like ethical questions except even you know it has some interesting yeah, answers i feel like i feel like the computer just has things it's kind of like ai in that it just extrapolates from different data that it has yeah yeah so she's like hey computer where the fuck is dalen quace that's exactly what beverly if beverly was allowed to swear i there's swear several moments in this God, yeah beverly mm-hmm. would have the mouth of a goddamn sailor if this wasn't mm-hmm. tv on a network from in like the 90s yeah exactly because she nobody was, swore in the 90s. No, no, no. No, that's not a, on network television. That's a recent okay. development. Yes. Yeah. It's a recent development that people swear. People didn't swear until the 2000s. Yep, that's true. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, she, yeah, she asked where he is, and uh, the computer goes, there is no record of Dalen Quace. Or however mm-hmm. the computer sounds, I yeah. don't remember. Um, and she's like, yeah, no, 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 but, like, where is he? <laughs> and the computer's like, there is no record of Dalen Quace. She's like, where is he on the ship? There is no record of Dalen Quace. And so the computer's just like, yeah, he's not here. There's no such thing. There's no such person. Mm. Who? Who? And so so Beverly is like, what the fuck? Where is he? And uh, she asks the computer if like, hey, is he like dead in a ditch somewhere in the ship? Or did she she, ask Patrick Stewart that? um, I think she asks the computer. Or she has data? If he were dead, like, would it... Yeah, that comes a little later, but she yeah. does say, like, if if he didn't have any life signs because he was dead, then yeah. they wouldn't detect him. Yeah, and so at this point, this is when I go, while we were watching, oh, fuck, there's a shapeshifter. You were so convinced that he was a shapeshifter? Well, because, like, that would make sense. Like, oh, well, if it's not Dalen Quaise, then who must it be? Yeah. I did not see what was coming with this episode. I... Could not have guessed it. Yeah. Oh, also, we didn't say... I didn't say this at the beginning of my recap, but, like, I don't think any of my predictions were accurate. None of them whatsoever. Although I'm sure there's going to be some trauma involved. Oh, my God. She is going to need some major therapy to, like, get through this. Yeah. Like, can you imagine... We're going to speed up just a tiny bit. Can you imagine all of a sudden... Mm -hmm. Every single person that you know and love is oh, yeah, slowly, it's just suddenly gone. But not even just like they disappear. No one can find them. Their entire existence has been, has wiped. been wiped from the not just the computer core, mm-hmm. but everybody else's memory too. Yeah. That's why I know we're jumping around and we'll come back to where we are in the recap. But that's why to me, one of the most heartbreaking scenes mm-hmm. is not when she's fully alone. But it's when she's only with Patrick Stewart. Yeah, that was sad. And she is describing, like, Will Riker, this super funny, plays poker, Mm -hmm. loves jazz, data, doesn't get jokes. Like, my son, my fucking son, Deanna Troy, loves chocolate. When she's going through this list of the cast that, I mean, you don't know them Mm -hmm. yet, but that, like, other viewers know and love because this is season four of the show. It is absolutely heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. And it's this episode is really just showcasing how important people are. Yeah. Nothing like being unintentionally gaslit by your friends. She, I know she, the whole episode is is gaslighting. Gaslighting. But like unintentional. It's so unintentional. Yeah. 
intention unintentional unintentional yeah unintentional guys you got I, it. I also you forgot words she got there it's i okay. got there i got there but yeah this episode is literally so gaslight beverly so thinking sad. that nobody exists but and her. she's this like brilliant doctor and it's just mm-hmm. so sad and it's like so okay so i'm we're jumping all over this episode is going to be so chaotic this might just be how our episodes go from now on uh-huh. i just the reason that i chose this episode and the yes. reason that i love this episode is and I mentioned this before I'm probably going to pick a lot of episodes that do gear towards my favorite characters but I just love the way but let it be known in this one it's for for Beverly Crusher yes I just love the way that they show just how smart Beverly is Uh because while we the audience start to figure it out with um everybody in the like main reality yeah in Not Bever- her yeah, Beverly's kind of alone in her reality, and she still figures everything out. Which is insane. And comes to the conclusion and gets it all right. Mm-hmm. And as much as, quote-unquote, like, Wesley is the hero of this episode because of the weird shit he did with the Traveler. Yeah, which we'll talk about that in a minute because yeah. that was weird. <laughs> that was very but weird. But as much as everybody gives him credit for fixing it all in the last few minutes i'm like beverly crusher beverly literally beverly crusher figured out what was happening to her by asking by the computer questions and then going back and forth her yeah. own data uh-huh. from the wrong answers or unfulfilled answers that the computer was giving her yeah. and she realized okay if that vortex was them trying to get me back, maybe I should go to where it all started. So mm-hmm. I love this episode because one, it's a ride. And oh, a it half. is a ride and a half. But it's also just showing how smart Beverly is. And I swear to God, there's only like five or six, maybe seven episodes within mm-hmm. the entire Next Generation series that focus on Beverly. Wow. And some of them aren't even like just about Beverly it's just mm-hmm. she's kind of like the she's like a bit like a piece a of the part larger, of it or like yeah. a catalyst to things and so I just love that this is one of this episode where we really get to see just how smart Beverly is mm-hmm. because she's an amazing doctor she's I'm, I'm this is just gonna be a little love letter to yeah Beverly. yeah we're gonna let Taylor go off about <laughs> this for a moment she is a doctor she mm-hmm. has one of the most prestigious positions of doctors yeah she is a widow she yeah. lost her husband when she was, when her son was pretty young. She is a single mom. Mm-hmm. Like, ha- have you ever met a single mom widower or widow? Like, they're yeah. fucking badasses. Honestly, just single like, moms in general. Yeah, like, like, you they, can't. Yeah. That shit is hard. Yeah. And she's, like, so, so smart and so intuitive. And I just love, oh, my God, you're going to mm. love her. She raises orchids. She raises fucking orchids. Yes. Stop. Oh my god, I can't wait until we watch Cause and Effect. I but ugh, orchids are the best. I part. just feel like Beverly Crusher deserved more. Mm-hmm. She deserved more because she's kind of a badass. Yeah. And I just it's also the nineties. I know. Women but, in the nineties deserved more. Yes. But yes. yes. <laughs> but yes. yes. But I just thank you for listening to that. Yeah. Um, I just really <laughs> love Beverly Crusher. And <laughs> And also, and also, the fact that she was powerful enough to create her own reality. Oh, yeah. With just her brain. So impressive. I So there's another Star Trek podcast that I listen to called Where's Beverly? Mm-hmm. And there's an entire episode where they just talk about how Beverly Crusher is definitely a space ghost or like 
Oh, like, I don't know what that is. Or not a space ghost, sorry. A space uh, witch. Oh, that. One, one of the hosts. I know what space is and I know what a witch is. So. so, well, they just are like, she's definitely a witch. She has so much power and this is something that we'll keep learning. Okay. But this is an episode that was a big example of that where she creates her own reality entirely and is able to get back as well. And mm-hmm. also... <laughs> I'm I am I bringing the chaos now. <laughs> I know Taylor is bringing the chaos um, and the brides and the brides, obviously. <laughs> but one thing that I think is very people don't talk about this enough mm-hmm. is they don't talk about Beverly's like inherent abilities to do things and bring things about because yeah. you saw how like towards the end when Wesley saves her, he's like fading in and out and doing this weird magic shit oh yeah with his eyes closed like didn't like that she gave birth to that so if he (laughs) she gave birth to that well i'm just saying if he yeah that's true is like this powerful being Mm -hmm. he came out of beverly so you can't tell me you cannot tell me that his dad is the only reason that he's powerful because yeah, no. No, no, no. she created her own reality and then was able to figure it out and mm-hmm. get back. My favorite part is when she asked the computer, hey, how big is this universe? And it gives the exact dimensions of this like spaceship. Not spaceship. I did it again. Because you're fine. A space starship. A but starship. It's fine. Anyways, she's like, what are the exact dimensions? It's like, what, 705 yeah. some measurement? And she's like, gotcha. oh, fuck. Well, I, I just... I really enjoy her back and forth with the computer mm-hmm. during this whole episode because she is asking the computer questions to figure out what's happening, especially after she's alone with yeah. without Patrick Stewart, like because he's the last one to disappear. Which when it when when he disappears, when it pans right to the seat where he was sitting and he's just gone, you're like, oh, oh no. I just but here's the funny thing: I just love picturing <laughs> the filming of that where they turn the camera to her and I just love picturing Patrick Stewart booking it behind the camera and then them panning back to like I I can't remember he just just dive bombs behind no that's like an actual thing that they do in like yeah because it's like why work harder when you can just have your actor run away why work harder when you can just like belly flop behind the set but um, yeah. I love that she, her her back and forth with the computer is amazing mm-hmm. because she's constantly asking questions. Yep. She, but she's also asking questions that she knows mm-hmm. is going to fuck with the computer. Like, yep. at one point, she's like, have I always been the only person on this crew? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. And she's like, do, do I, I have the skills to... She, do I ha- possess the skills necessary to run an entire starship alone? And the computer's like negative. And she's like, well, gotcha. I'm not the only one. There's there's no way. And I just, I love that at one uh-huh. point she's like walking from the computer and she just says something out loud. Uh-huh. And she just like waves her hand at the computer. She's like, shut, shut up. Yeah, like, like I'm, no, I'm no, no, not no. fucking talking to you anymore. <laughs> which is so great. But... Mm-hmm. So to circle back, that computer interaction starts in Dalen Quace's quarters. Oh yeah, and then she yeah. invites Worf in, and Worf. Oh himself. yes, Worf. Who I'm sorry, I'm sure people love Worf. I just I can't get over the hairstyle. So okay, here's the thing with Worf. I know so, I know he's a different species. No no no, no 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 no. We agree on this. Oh okay. So many people love Worf, and so many people love Klingon centric episodes. And mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you guys, I do not like them. 
Mm -hmm. at all. So many people love Worf and love Klingons, and I find them to be one of the most boring part of the series, and I feel bad. But anytime there's like a Klingon episode that pops up, I'm like, Mm -hmm. skip. Or I'm like, fast forward. He he was, he's a bit, he's a bit grating. I... What do you mean by that? Just like he... I I just I feel my irritation levels rising as I listen to him. Interesting. I don't and know it's why. It's interesting because it's like no disrespect oh, to yeah. Michael Dorn. Michael no, no, Dorn no, no, no. is a fabulous actor with a voice like butter. <laughs> Truly. Mm-hmm. I also think if they, they just I think it's his overall like his overall look that is a bit much. Honestly, for me it's the hair. Yeah, the hair, the hair especially. Because in this, especially in this series, he has very much like a bowl cut straight hair. It's, it's They bad. do that with Galana Torres from, okay. um, I don't from know Voyager. She was the, the female with the ridges on her forehead. Oh, yes, yes, yes. They do it with her too. They they have this, like, this straight bowl cut. Wasn't that also kind of like a 90s thing? Because I... I guess, but they're like later on, because he appears in Deep Space Nine as well. Okay. He has his hair like kind of crimped and long and in a low ponytail and i like that a lot I think better just just picturing that that yeah. sounds better and then even like it at some point during the voyager run mm-hmm. um Belana torres has like more crimped wavy hair and it just looks so much better than this gross sleek and yeah. it might be a stylistic thing from the 90s but i really just think it looks bad because I, <laughs> I i don't like it. no it is i agree it's it's really even awful. when even when janeway mm-hmm. captain janeway she has her hair like oh gosh the fact that it's like smooth for most of her hair I'm, I'm and then the t- wave i'm not yeah yes but, are you talking about beverly crusher yeah that's what i was thinking I'm yeah sorry. beverly crusher it, it has the wave in front, and then, then it's, it's smooth, smooth which i'm pretty sure is also a 90s thing i think it is too and i i don't like it it's but bad. it's like Captain Janeway also has uh-huh. like the bob yeah. that curls in and I love when her she has her bob but it gets messed up because then it looks mm-hmm. good. Yeah. I th- I really think that's just an era. Yeah, thing. The, the perfection complex of the 90s was so strong. toxic. It was strong. Strong and toxic. It was strong and toxic. And it, women deserved better. Everyone deserved better. Everyone. Everyone, everyone deserved better. Everyone. And we're yeah. Hopefully trying to do better. I think we're doing better. Anyways. Yeah. So, so Dorf. Not Dorf. <laughs> Dorf. His, That's how I feel about him. Dorf. His his name is Michael Dorn. So oh, well, you there probably you go. got some Okay. So, so Worf. Worf comes in. I don't know. And he's like, hey, you got to get to the bridge. Yeah. So I or think. Or something like that. Yeah. They go up to the bridge and they're talking to Patrick Stewart. Oh, yeah. And she's like, hey, like, where is. Dallin Quace. Dalen Quace. Dalen Quace. I was going to say Dennis Quaid, but that's not. No, no, no. No. We like Dennis Quaid. We like Dennis Quaid. We love Jack Quaid. Jack Quaid is in Star Trek as well. Yeah. Parent Trap. Good movie. Oh my God. Yeah. Iconic. Also from the 90s? Also from the 90s. Yeah. Late 90s, though. Late 90s. Yeah. Almost the early aughts. Yeah. Anyways, back to. Worf. So they're talking to Patrick Stewart mm-hmm. in the ready room. Yeah, and she's like, hey, I can't find my friend, mm-hmm. Dalen Quace. Got his name right, yeah. They can't find, he, she can't find Dalen Quace. She's like, hey, the computer is like, there's no trace of him. There's no trace of Quace. No trace of Quace. No trace of Quace. And and so she's like, hey, she, I think this is when, is this when she tells Data, or like they come out of talking with Patrick Stewart, 
What's his real name again? Jean-Luc. Jean-Luc Picard. Picard. Jean-Luc Picard. Jean-Luc Picard. Picard. It's Picard. Picard. I'm sorry for anyone who actually speaks French. I took French for a long time and then I just like didn't do anything with it. So I've forgotten a lot. Anyways, so we're just going to call him Patrick because. Yeah. It's Patrick Stewart. It's Patrick Stewart. (laughs) Yeah. so So Patrick's like, hey. Don't they just like, he's like, okay, well, let's ask Data and have him run like a diagnostic. Like, we're going to check the ship. We're going to send someone around to like look. Mm-hmm. And then I think either Data looks it up or another one of the people doing, you know, number stuff and like tech stuff. They're like, oh, there's like no record of him. Mm-hmm. We looked over, you know, the entire like Star Starfleet Fleet records. records and they're like, there's no record. This man and never also, existed. We forgot like an interesting moment <laughs> is when yeah. Patrick Stewart is like, um, Bev, hi, can I just talk to you for a second? And she's Oh like, yes, he pulls her in and yeah. he has his Earl Grey tea hot. And he's like, he's like, Hey, um, our protocol is to like tell me when passengers are coming on. And she's like, I did. I definitely told you. I definitely did. And he's like, Okay, we must have gotten intercepted. And she was like, You approved it. Mm-hmm. And so it just further shows that Dalen Quaist is gone. Or never existed. Yeah. Which both. Yeah. <laughs> both, both Anyways, so yeah, so they like do a search like, guys, hey, no no Starfleet records. And she's like, I definitely interned with him or something like that. Yeah, she did. She interned she, with him for like, uh, I don't know, but she so, did, she's, she's like, 15 I, years ago. Yeah, she's like, I interned with him. I've known this man for 15 years. Like, what the hell are you doing telling me this guy isn't real or, and never existed and wasn't here? She's like, yeah. I talked to him. So then she's like, let's go talk to the curly haired fellow because he definitely saw, what's his name again? The curly haired guy I'm not a fan of, which Miles. Miles. Miles O'Brien. Miles O'Brien. He looks like an O'Brien, like Miles O'Brien. Like that's a, that's a good name for his, like his, his, his energy. Yeah. So she, so she goes and she's like, Hey, this guy, like, welcomed him in he was on like the what, what's it called again that little spot where they bring the, the like, transporter yeah yeah he's like hey this guy like saw me come in with dalen like there's there's definitely like he was here like we'll go talk to him mm-hmm. they go to him he's like you're you imagine this this there's there's i never saw a guy you just walked in like did a little talk to yourself or something i said do you need anything and you're like thank you. And then just left. Like that is some weird behavior. Yeah. Like, and, and she's like, did someone tamper with, with O'Brien's memory? Yeah. Yeah. They're like, I like how immediately they don't question her. They immediately are like, They're this like, guy is shifty. That proves my point. He is shifty. <laughs> well, I feel like they're more just like, okay, if we've seen that this guy has been removed from the records, mm-hmm. maybe he's even been removed from fucking Miles' brain. Yeah. So they decide to do... They a, go probe his brain. Yeah, like, they do like a, a medical scan to make sure yeah. he's okay. And he's fine. He's fine, but when she's in there, she asks yeah. for her doctors. And her doctors, and her doctors are, are gone. gone. There's no more doctors. And so she's like the only doctor left. And she's like, okay, well, that's weird. Yeah, and, and then she goes. Yeah. she goes back up to. I'm gonna. I'm sorry. I'm, no, go. I want to help you because it goes back and forth a lot. It does. Now. Yeah. Go, and go, so go. she goes back to Patrick Stewart. Yeah. And Data's in the ready room as well. Oh, and, she, and she's like, "You guys, why don't I have any medical staff?" Oh, is this when she asks how many pa- how many crew members? Well, yeah, kind kind, kind of. of. Yeah. So this is when she's like, "Why am I the only medical staff person?" For a 
ship of over a thousand I was going to say, people. this entire fucking ship. Yeah. Yeah. And um, <laughs> Data's like, doctor, what are you talking about? There's only 230 or something. Yes, that's what it here. is. And she's like, over 800 people are missing, you guys. Yeah. And that's when they really, they start to kind of give her... A little more. They're still very skeptical. Yeah. But Beverly's kind of freaking out. And she's like, Patrick, Picard. She's yeah. like, Picard, please, please just let's go back to the star base. Yeah, so that something's we can... wrong. Like, yeah. this is not right. And Picard, in just the best act of trust <laughs> and I lo- love. A delightful man, like I said. He's just like, okay, we'll go back to the star base. We'll check it out. And she's like, I know you only have my word. And he's like, your word, like your, your word, has, word always has, been good has always been good enough. Yeah. Because I'm... why? Because they're in love. <laughs> and you cannot tell me otherwise. Honestly, if I, if you hadn't given me like a little like heads up that they have like a little something mm-hmm. going on, romantic thing going on at some point we'll in the series. We'll watch some episodes. Oh, I'm sure we will. We'll get there. Um, if I, if you hadn't told me, I still probably would have guessed because I'm sorry, the energy between those two, mm-hmm. electric. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Their chemistry is like so good. Yeah. So it's good. very good. Yeah. He just, he, they just look at each other with such admiration and they love. They do. And also like just such like respect. respect. Uh, get you a man that looks at you the way mm-hmm. that Picard. Picard looks at Beverly. Get you yeah. a person that looks at you the way. Yeah. That. Just get you a person that where you can both look at each other. I that feel way. like your husband looks at you this way. Oh, that's so sweet. He does. He's super cool. We'll hopefully have him on as a guest at some point. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, um so she starts going throughout the ship yeah. and realizing that more and more people are kind of like disappearing a little bit. Oh yeah, and she's like So she goes back to Sick Bay. Oh yes, she goes back to Sick Bay. And what happens in Sick Bay, Elizabeth? Tell us. O'Brien is gone. Okay, no, I Okay. I know that he's gone, but I don't think he's like gone gone. I think he just like his medical exam was over. Okay. Am I the only one that likes to just sit in doctor's office after uh, Am I the only one that likes to sit in doctor's offices after my exams over? I can almost with full confidence say yes. They're so sanitary. Well, they should be. If they're not, do not even start. Do not even start the appointment. So yeah, so Beverly, she goes in. It's still, you know, it's like empty. None of her staff's there. Um, You know, Brian's gone off to wherever. And she is just like looking around. And she's like, all of a sudden, this like bright light and like wind like you know all of a sudden a tornado is like inside but with like strobe lights and so it's a great description yeah and so she's like shit and it starts pulling her it starts pulling medical equipment and like furniture and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff she like grabs onto this molding of like an archway in there and she's just hanging on for dear life mm-hmm. she's like ha huh, i'm gonna die but then she doesn't because she's dr beverly crusher yes plot twist does she die at some point no. Everyone, well, no, everyone, no. everyone dies eventually. Well, yeah, but I've literally showed you pictures of Beverly from Picard. <laughs> right, you have. Okay, so again, <laughs> selective memory. Anyway, so she's like, she, you know, she hangs on, and then the vortex thing, the tornado light thing, light show ends, and her hair's all askew, and she's like, oh crap. So she runs back to the bridge slash, or no, no, she runs back to to, to Picard's office. I think no, I think they're in the conference room. Remember, they're at the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, hey, this thing just happened. It almost, like, gobbled me up. 
it messed up my hair, but my hair is perfect now because I'm Beverly Crusher. And that's exactly how, that's exactly what she said. Yep. And she's like, you know, we got to do like a ship scan. Can you get Worf to do a, do a ship scan? And uh, Patrick Stewart Picard is like, who's Worf? And she's like, well, damn, it's getting worse. And so she's like, yeah. And I think they even mentioned the number. Oh yeah. It's like gone down to like like 100 something. And then she's like, what the fuck? Now there's 900 something people missing or almost 900 people missing. And she's like, okay, I, I, this is, this is getting out of hand. Mm-hmm. She goes back to the the bridge, I think. Or no, it, she goes to find Deanna. Yeah, she, she Deanna? goes to Deanna. 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 So she goes to talk to Deanna because she's like, oh God, what if I'm crazy? Yeah, she and asks honestly, Deanna. I actually kind of like what Deanna says here mm-hmm. because she's like. You're self-aware, but, en- self-aware enough to ask that question. Yeah, like she's like, am I going mad? And mm-hmm. Deanna's like, if you're asking that, you're probably, probably fine. fine. However... And Beverly's like, what if none of this is actually happening? It's just me. And I mm-hmm. love that Deanna's like, so what if it is? So we're late to a mission. So we yeah. don't get places on time. That's fine. I feel like that's me talking to you all the time. It's like, honestly, it's like, and, and, and what? Yeah. <laughs> so I love that interaction with her. But then she realizes she's like, oh shit, I have a son on board. Yeah. So she goes and finds uh Crushette, Wesley. I just have to call him the Crushette. I love it. He's, it's just, you know, a little. Anyways, I love it. so she goes and she's like, hey, Wesley, like, y- you know, what's going on? And she's like talking with him and they're like. The warp. They're the trying warp. to figure out his like warp they're like the bubble, warp bubble experiment. Like, oh, the, the slinky. And and then she like turns and then turns back or something. And then he's just gone. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh, my God, my son. I feel like at that moment as a mother, I mean, I, neither of us are mothers, no. but I feel like I can just I can imagine empathize with like all of us. If I had a dog all of a sudden and and all of a sudden I turned and he's just gone, my, my dog's just gone, I feel like I have to call the FBI. <laughs> Find my fucking dog. Find my fucking dog. So I feel like yeah. Beverly, the stakes – are just got very, very high. Very high. Because yeah. keep in mind, she is a widow. She's already lost yeah, her this husband. this is her last, like, family. And now her son is gone. Yeah. And her son is, like, the son of the man that died, her husband. Yeah, her, the, person, the person she loved, you know? It's like, so it's, like, that's immediately, like, okay. Also, he's, like, boy genius or something over here, supposedly. Or is he a dumbass? No, he's boy genius. He, okay. He's absolutely boy genius. So he's not like a dumbass that just happened to like stumble into, you know, right, the perfect. No, no, no. He, he's, he's not a Nepo baby? Partly I think that's how he... I'm pro- also not calling Nepo babies dumbasses. <laughs> no, no, no. No, it's very individualized. Yes. Everybody's different. Yeah. But for him, I don't think he's a Nepo baby necessarily. Maybe slightly just because he gets positioned on the Enterprise. But I yeah. think also he literally is he, like, boy genius. He like also is very, very So it's like, yeah, he's like... A Nepo baby that like deserves his work because mm-hmm. he still worked for it. Which is the best. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But she goes back to the bridge and sees Picard. Yeah. She and sees it's just, just Picard. Picard. And you're like, well, it's over. Yeah. Slash, we, it's not quite, but it, you know. Kind of. Yeah. We, we kind of went over that. We talked about this part yeah. already <laughs> earlier. So we'll kind of speed through. But basically she's just freaking out with Picard. Mm-hmm. And she's like, dude, everybody's gone. Yeah. And the part that kills me... <laughs> 
every time in this fucking episode is right before Picard disappears. She's like, you know, I've been meaning to tell something to you, so I better say it now. You and I. And then she looks and he's gone. And I'm just like, you and I. What? This is like. Oh, God, they just need to get over their shit and they need to belong together. But I guess that's what fan fiction is for. So <laughs> it's fine. Oh, but, gosh. Yeah, it's so <laughs> devastating. It's so devastating. Yeah. You're, you're like, he's just gone. And you're like, but oh, But then crap. after this, after he's gone, then she's really like, I feel like this is where she just mentally starts to lose it a little bit. Yeah. She starts laughing more at this point And she's just like, <laughs> she's like, oh, of course. Okay. All right. Every- Everybody's but gone. here's the other thing too. I also think it allows, it frees her up because now she's not spending mental energy convincing other people around mm, her of what's really going on. Is it gives, it, it, as someone who sometimes needs people to shut the fuck up so I can do my thing. Mm-hmm. I also love people, but like I sometimes just need to do my thing, right? Once you clear the space around and like clear, like having to deal with other, you know, adjacent pieces of the situation, Mm -hmm. you're able to really hone in and focus on what needs to be done. And I feel like once suddenly everybody is gone, she doesn't have to like worry about that in the sense that it's not right in front of her. She knows that she's like, like, now now it's just up to me. Mm -hmm. And I also like that she knows she's capable. Yes. I, this is one of the reasons why I love Dr. Beverly Crusher. (laughs) She deserved so much more. Yeah. But so right after Picard disappears, mm-hmm. another stronger vortex. Oh, yes. That up. happens. Is it and like in the center where the big Kirby iPad is? Yeah. The, the view screen. And she like mm-hmm. is the like windshield. flying. Like they've got Gates McFadden on wires. Like it's a whole <laughs> thing. Well, think about how they filmed some of this back then. I know. Yeah. I love it. Anyways. And yeah. then it disappears but now the audience is let in on what's actually happening oh yeah we pan to it basically you say suddenly the other side of this vortex yes and it's it's uh it's wesley mm-hmm. and uh lavar burton mm-hmm. and uh i think so- oh yes and then the, the- weird ass traveler i do want to hear your first impressions of the traveler the traveler is the silver to the gold that is data. Oh, and you don't like silver. Also, he just looks like a maniac. I don't trust him. He, I he's, will I will give you this. He is shifty. He's so shifty. Which, I'm sorry, look at his like weird pointy cowl. Like, I know outfit. that within the canon of the show, he's not shifty. He's actually like a good guy. Oh, I'm sure he is. But it's just like, I don't, he, he, he makes me feel weird. He's shifty and his fingers look like giant uh, caterpillars. I think he, they just look like little crab hands. Have you seen American Horror Story Freak Show? I don't think I watched the Freak Show one. I think oh. I, I I know I watched the Coven because you recommended that one, and that one is very good. It's very good. Yeah. Well, Evan Peters' character has like lobster hands. And that's that's disgusting. what it reminds me of. Gross. Okay, so no, no crustacean fingers. No. <laughs> we don't want that. We don't. Want um, that. we'll eat crustaceans. Well, I will, but not the. I'm gonna stop that train of thought because that could go really, really bad. Okay, so. I don't like him. I don't trust him. He's so inferior inferior to Data. He's just all being like shifty and like, oh, I know things and I'm going to do my magic to make you know things and you're just going to... I don't like him. One thing that this does help us with the plot is like he kind of tells us that she created her own reality. Oh, yes, he does do that. It's kind of up to her 
to uh-huh. come back, which we covered already that she definitely does. Yeah. Um, but Wesley does need to be there as kind of a catalyst. He's almost to, like, he's like, he, yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's him and the Traveler are what stabilizes the link to Beverly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meanwhile, we already talked about this, but Beverly's just yeah, she's having back a conversation the with the computer to and figure out what's so wrong. And it's so logical. As someone who's in law school, like the the procession of logic, like through her question asking and her gather, gathering, gathering the data, I'm just like, what a lovely line of questioning. Yeah. Anyways. So... At, eventually she mm-hmm. realizes that it's getting smaller yeah and she comes to the realization she needs to go back to engineering she yep. does she realizes she has to connect with the vortex and that wesley like someone is sending like wesley and engineering is sending the vortex and so she has to get to the vortex and so she sees it in engineering mm-hmm. she jumps through and immediately hugs <laughs> who who does picard. she she hugs picard she hugs picard in a way that it's like, oh, it's y'all should so definitely kiss. Intimate. It's so intimate, right? Yeah. Like they should definitely should have kissed in that moment. So intimate. And I, st- every time I see this episode, you will hear me say, "Now kiss," because yeah. I just want them to kiss so bad. <laughs> you did say that when we watched it. I did. I yeah. say it every time. Yeah. In yeah. a lot of episodes with Bev and and Picard. Uh huh. And then she goes to hug her son, which, like, of course. Is but like, here's sweet. the thing. Again, like you said, she doesn't hug her son first. Well, I mean, to be fair, she also he's like a little farther. He back. was further away, and he's he wasn't handling in, it. He wasn't in her line of vision. He like collapsed to the floor because. He, oh yeah. Like, oh, can we also talk about the weird little phasing in and out that he yeah, that's part and the of traveler the, the doing? Traveler thing. Yeah, no, no, I know, but I don't like the traveler and him are across from each other doing their weird little finger things while they're like closing. That also didn't. <laughs> That did not sound good. They're they're doing this little magic hands. That doesn't sound good either. I need to, wow. Basically, taking they are hole. they are closing their eyes and just pressing buttons. There you go. There we go. That sounds so much better. And oh my gosh. Oh, I can't decide if I want to keep that in the main podcast oh. or stick it on at the end. Maybe keep it on. I think you want to keep it. I think you should keep it. It's not it. too bad. Anyways, yeah, they're doing this. They're, they're closing their eyes. They're 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 pressing all these buttons just like randomly. I'm like, okay, because that makes sense. Use your little brain Jedi mind powers to. I mean, kind of. Yeah, and I'm like, okay. Also, I know these are episodic, but like, I needed to kind of, I needed some background as to why that was just working. So. I, I could just tell you right now, really, really early on in the series, mm-hmm. I can't remember if it's season one or two, but this same alien is like brought on board to the, the traveler. Yeah, the traveler is oh. brought on board to the Enterprise, and he notices right away that Wesley is like a genius. This is like before Wesley's goes oh, through Starfleet Academy. This is like when is he like a kid at some? He's point? like a kid. He's kid, like a he's, kid. He's, kid. He's like fourteen, fifteen. Okay, and this the traveler is like you are kind of a little bit of a genius. And so this, the aliens from Tau Alpha C, um, or at least this this guy, this traveler, this guy. he is able to kind of manipulate, manipulate space-time with his mind. And oh, I see. he kind of lives on a different level. And so in that episode, in the earlier season, he like transports them like, billions of light years away oh okay big and brain, then big back. brain energy yeah so it, with just his brain and then yeah. like they, they all come back using like their thoughts i see and so it kind of yeah comes back because that's very much part of um, wesley's mm-hmm. like story arc okay makes sense that gives me a lot more context because i was very very like 
what's what, happening? What, what? I mean, like, I'll just go with it. But, like, what? Yeah. Come on. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, she gets back, hugs, hugs Picard, which, you know, yeah. And what do you say? No kid. No kid. Um, <laughs> yeah, she hugs her son. And then uh, they do kind of, like, almost like a mini debrief. Oh, and then she sees she sees her, her mustachioed friend who... She doesn't see him, but she is told. Oh, yeah. No, she's there. told. Yeah, she's told he's there and... She's like, oh, okay, good. I'm back. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it just ends on kind of like a very light note. Yeah. Which is interesting considering the whole episode is kind of like a horror movie. Yeah. It's it's a bit like very <laughs> because, unsettling. Well, I don't, I don't know if you know this about me. My biggest, one of my biggest mm-hmm. fears in life is knowing that something is true and having everyone not believe me. Ooh. Like that is one of my, that has been one of my biggest fears since I was like a teenager. So like being super gaslit. Yes. And yeah, and I mean, like so to see that the first time I saw this episode, I don't think I remembered it as much as I should have. Mm-hmm. But I remember seeing it and being like, mm, feeling, "This is terrifying." Feeling very uncomfortable. But I think that like the director Cliff Bull does such a good job of creating that atmosphere mm-hmm. just in the way that he shoots it. Yeah. But then it ends on this really like light note, which is just kind of nice, nice and refreshing. It's because like it, comforting. Yeah. It's like one thing that I do enjoy about um, Star Trek the '90s, um, like. TNG, Voyager, Deep Space Nine is for the uh-huh. most part. I mean, Deep Space Nine gets up really dark, but for the most part, you know that it's kind of going to be a happy ending. Yeah, just it'll, kind be, of it'll, be nice. fine. it'll be fine at the end. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of nice. Yeah, no, that was um, interesting. And, so and I, it does, yeah. it ends on a really good note. So, what, I feel like I already know your answer. I mean, I'll just say it again. Please ask the question. I love saying it. What is, what was your favorite character? Oh, Data. <laughs> I love, I love him. I love him. Okay, I, I'm is, gonna, is he, is he... A he, he him? He, he's he's yes. he him? He is a he him. Okay, so the androids, they still, they have. They, they choose a they gender. Choose, they choose gender. The part, yeah. Okay, cool. Very cool. Um, that's, that's good. We love that. Yeah, so I love Data. I, I just, I want him to be my friend. I want him to be my iPhone. Like, can I just have a pocket, <laughs> can I pocket Data? You're like, I'm okay with AI if it's Data. Can we just make AI gold? Gold and shiny. I don't know if that's how AI works uh, You know, right here's now. the thing. I, this is what I want to know. If I were to hug him slash touch his face slash caress his face, would I get a little bit of a highlighting gold dust on me? Probably if you touched the actor, but probably no, 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 no. not if you touched the actual data. The actual data. I think that's just like his skin color. I love it. I also want to also get highlighter on me. I know you do. Like like last time, I had a lot of respect. I know why you like Dr. Crusher. She's very, very cool. No, I think I think you like Dr. Crusher too. I think you just have I do. like this. I have an infatuation with data. That's fair. I get it. And it's I I there's just something about a man that knows everything, but he only gives you the answers when you ask for them. Mm, that's very respectful. Mm-hmm. That's like that's like not mansplaining. That's exactly. the opposite of mansplaining. Yeah, he's like, I have the answers if you want them. Yeah. But you have to ask, and then I'll give them to you. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to force anything on That's you. That's fair. You know? I have a question for you. Yeah. What's your question? Okay. What powers the ship? A nuclear reactor. No, no. What's it called? A slinky. What's it called again? What's, I, what's it called in the show? It's a bubble. A slinky. It's a space bubble. It's a, it's a power bubble. It's a... <gasps> I'm just going to let you think for a yeah, second. Yeah, I'm just going to... We're just going to... Okay, power I bubble. I want you to... I don't... I want an actual serious answer. And I, I want you to an actually... Actual, I know. I'm going to actually try and get there yeah. and not just go down the fun tracks that are in my brain. 
uh, it's not a power bubble. It's not an atomic bubble. It's a, a nuclear, no, it's not a nuclear bubble. That doesn't happen here. What would a nuclear bubble look like? Oh, that would be so toxic. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Bubble, bubble. bubble. I'm going to give you a hint. The word core is in it. Bubble core. A core. A slinky core. The bubble, the, bu- the bubble core, the core bubble. It's not, it's not, no. The word bubble is not involved. Well, that's unfortunate. Uh, the power, power core. The core closer, warmer. The, the power cortex. And we're gone. It is the warp core. Okay. <laughs> see, see, how did every was everybody just like all our listeners screaming? Probably, just screaming like it's the warp core. Like also because you've said it so many times already. I did say warp bubble, and I did tell you about the warp core as well, but it's okay. Yeah, well, there you go. So it's the it's the it's the power bubble. The warp core. <laughs> warp core. Yeah. All right. Well, you can find us on Instagram at Brides of Chaotica Pod, and if you want to email us for whatever reason, you can email us at Brides of Chaotica at gmail.com. Tune in next week to Brides of Chaotica to find out which episode I am going to force Elizabeth to watch next. Well, bye. bye. <laughs> Somehow I feel comfortable here. We love being fucked in the head. <laughs> <laughs>